0: Welcome back, another day, another vlog. Great to have you back on this Thursday morning. It is Thursday, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, first night of night shift, just got home from work. It's always fun. Um, first one's not too bad nowadays. It used to be when I first started, the first one was a little bit tricky. But now I find the second night shift that uh, is the one that smashes you around and you sort of Get that brr, hit the wall about two o'clock in the morning, sort of factor. So not too bad. Um yeah, another day. Just just work. Nothing exciting happening there. <laughs> we do have a lot of uh, stuff to talk about in the show today. The M50 Mark II was released. Um they're gonna talk about that Panasonic BG H1 that's been released um the z6-2 and the z7-2 has been released so yeah lots of camera stuff here just gonna just get straight into it because there's a fair bit i want to talk about and some unhappiness definitely well i probably don't really need for this first one i really don't need to put much into it i'm gonna just talk about it the canon m50 mark ii look uh we've all been sort of waiting i was one of them um, We heard about two of them a while back on Canon Rumors, the possibility of having an M50 Mark II and a a pro-level APS-C. That was thrown around. There's been talk for months about five new lenses for the range as well. Um, When they were going to come, what's happening, COVID was obviously putting everything back for all the other technology around, including Apple and all the other stuff. But um, we just weren't sure. So it was, we thought it was basically just a when, not a if. Um, we've got the M50 Mark II. And to say it was a total and utter disappointment would be saying it kindly. Um, I don't get monetized, but I still don't like swearing on, on here anyway. Uh, it was absolutely bloody atrocious. Uh, if you own an M50 and you use it daily and regularly like I do, then you know that this was purely a COVID firmware update. Uh, when I say a COVID firmware update, ever since COVID, everyone's working at home, and the amount of web cameras being turned into webcams, uh, the Canon, it was Canon first to bring out the user cameras, a webcam, then Sony, then Panasonic, they all jumped on board. For all these pe- business people working at home. Oh, you can get really good pictures while you're having a chat to your boss um, who's at home as well, drinking red wine. So <laughs> uh, and that's why I say call it a COVID up firmware update. And that's really all it is. The only thing in there, other than that, was eye autofocus added in, but still no autofocus in 4K. Still, there's still a crop. <laughs> it's like what the Really? Uh, oh, what else? The only other thing they that is new is vertical video. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't think TikTokers are really looking for depth of field uh, in their photos. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're just gonna use, hmm, let me think, what's just been released that's roughly around the same price as a camera but can do all the stuff we want the M50 to do, but better. Oh, the iPhone 12. <laughs> uh, wow, uh, yeah, super, super, from an M, and I think the biggest disappointment is not the camera. I knew it was gonna be cheap, and I I think I said to you a few times that it was always always gonna, the M50 would be just software stuff, uh, and I thought that taking the crop out from the 4K was gonna be something that was able to be done for this um, hardware-wise. I didn't think they are going to change, but I thought they were going to fix the problems we have with this, with the firmware and the software, and make it better in that regard. So give us proper auto, that iOto her focus in in all f- forms, including four K, which is not. Get rid of that crop. You get you get rid of the, you give us those two things it would have been better than what you gave us. It was just terrible, Canon, absolute cripple hammer. I got a steal from Camera Conspiracy, a borrowed the cripple hammer, and he gave it to him already in a video last night that he dropped, and he was rightly so to give it to him. Um, that cripple hammer just absolutely fisted this camera. Just terrible, just a joke. And the only reasoning I can see for it is that's the end of M's. And I think Canon Rumours, uh, he put up there that he thought that this was pretty much the... Basically, a statement to say, well, that's the end of the M line, and well, they didn't release any lenses with it. They dropped that, they dropped uh, the power zoom, which we talked about, but I'll talk about that in a sec, and, and a flash, a pro-level flash. The flash actually looked half decent, uh, nice little tiny flash, but the M52 was, yeah, just, yeah, nothing at all of any value to anyone that has one. It definitely wouldn't make you spend more money to upgrade, uh, the M50 as it is now is currently like two, 300 bucks cheaper. So you could go buy it now, get the get the model I've got and have just as good a camera and you would be fine. So yeah, very, very disappointing for all them users. And a bit sad because yeah, as I, I sort of tend to agree with Canon rumors that I think this is pretty much it. I don't, I can't see them. If they're not going to put money into that, their biggest selling camera if they're not going to put money into the biggest selling camera. Like, what are you doing? All you're worried about is putting 8K in a pro level camera, seven thousand dollar camera that maybe a thousand people in Australia can, can afford, uh, or, or a thousand dollar or a thousand dollar camera that a hundred thousand people can afford, but no, no one's going to because it's crap. Uh Yeah, terrible, terrible. So I guess the only saving grace is possibly maybe they've put all their chips into this uh, uh, 7M7 model. We've, we've heard the rumor. That I think that was sort of the code name it possibly be. They, we know there's, the 7D series is gone, so that APS-C is gone, whether they're going to give us an M7, which is going to have all the stuff that we've been wanting and actually need, like USB recording to SSD and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, look, terrible, terrible, terrible stuff. No, not much. Everyone else has given them to them, and there's a few, few Canon, uh, uh, obviously Canon, what do you call them? Um, people that work for Canon, and they're saying how amazing it was. Uh, look, I don't know how they said that with a straight face. That there's no way at any level, you if you've used an M50, could you say that this thing is an improvement and a good thing? Uh, yeah, wow. Terrible Canon, uh, not happy. Now that little power zoom, uh, go back to some good stuff for Canon. That little power zoom we talked uh, a few weeks ago, there was a rumor that it was coming out in Japan, it was on a Japan Kickstarter page or or there's similar sort of Kickstarter. Little power zoom, looks like a little tiny binocular, Um, actually a little video camera. I think it takes, if you looked at the Sony little 4K uh, 3000 series, A great little video camera. Uh, This thing's very similar, sort of a feel to it, I guess. Uh, That's actually been released worldwide. You can actually get it. So that was pretty cool. The power zoom. um, Look, definitely need to hear some reviews back before I think you'd buy this. Basically something you can hang really tiny, hang around your neck on a lanyard, uh, take it to a football game or a cricket game or... Gridiron, wherever you're going to go, some sort of sporting event or sailing or whatever you're into, uh, easy to carry in your pocket, bang it out, check in, film it. If your kid's playing soccer, you could film it. You don't have to worry about a very basic, simple entry into video. Uh, 100, I think I'll just go for the specs again 100 to 400 mil, optical zoom, 800 digital. So definitely built for a sport type environment, maybe for the Olympics. Maybe this was something they were going to bring out for the Olympics and sell a ton of them in Japan uh, to all the spectators, which would have been a great, great deal. Uh, if you are going to the Olympics, something like this would be really good, easy to carry, simple. If you're not into f- photography or video and all that stuff, this is a great way to sort of keep memories and travel light. So, or backpackers too, if they're doing that. This, again, really great little unit for that. I think it's a good good concept from them. does have face tracking uh Autofocus and optical stabilization, super tiny as I said, 2.3 million EVF and runs at 60 frames a second, so it's got a really good uh, screen in there. 12 megapixel CMOS sensor, 1080, 30 frames a second, perfect for just carrying around, pretty easy. Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, built-in microphone, USB-C terminal and runs an SD card, 300 bucks US. So it's going to be about 500 Australian. So that's a little, little bit rich. Um, If it had been around the 400, would have been pretty good. The M50 is about 600 on uh, eBay. You can get them pretty much brand new or just second hand, nothing wrong with them. Um, So this is 500 is a little bit close to that. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But I think something for like backpacking or on a travel, on a trip, and you don't want to carry cameras and all that crap, and you can just whack this in, take a couple of SD cards and a quick charger, and bang, and then just bring your SD cards home, uh, get a couple of big ones, and then just bring them home and worry about it then. I think that'd be perfect for that. So that that should do pretty well, I think. And that new Pro Speedlight, that was the only other thing, uh, that's the other thing, they just, they just dumped it on the website when they released these, there was no sort of fanfare. Uh, the EL-1, whew, really tiny, uh, pretty much next level in all the technology and everything. Uh, one of the Canon ambassadors, that was the word I was looking for before, that was doing the M50 actually had this $1,100 speed light on top of an M50. <laughs> As if an M50 owner is going to have an $1,100 US speedlight on top of the camera to take photos with. There's no way you're going to be doing that. That's insane. Um, yeah, crazy stuff. And look, I've don't really use them much. I've they're more so for I guess for portrait. I've got one and I've been trying to get out and use it, but it's a pain in the ass to carry it. Uh it's something I need to learn and try and put it into my thing, but because I do mostly landscapes, it's not really something that I've tried. It's probably something I do need to try, it'd probably be really awesome for me. But uh I definitely won't be getting this one. Eleven hundred dollars US that's uh nearly that's about just under two thousand bucks Australian. Uh, there's no chance in hell I'm paying that for a light. Uh, yeah, I think mine cost me fifty bucks. That's my budget. Sorry, Canon. <laughs> but look, it looks from what I've, all I've read on it, uh, it's pretty much the duck's guts in speedlight, So if you are a pro and not an M50 owner, because we're not far from pro professional, if you run around with M50, I would, uh, I think you'd have probably something up upscale a little bit. Um, Radio now the Pan- that Panasonic BGH1, there's a couple of uh, reviews come out. Obviously, we heard about the possibility of it releasing. We have got some images of it. Basically, the uh, Tuesday night, so shift change night, they it DP review basically come out with a review on it. So they'd obviously already had it uh, running running around with it. It's got no shutter in it, so it's just don't even think about it for photography. Uh, it's purely video, as I said. It's a little mini red. looks really, really cool. And from what the boys on DP review, and they're normally pretty good. Um, they do a good. I think it's Jordan does the video. Uh, he's he does basically all video cameras. I can't. My apologies. I can't remember the other gentleman's name. He does the photography side. But look, they they're normally fairly. Uh, they're pretty unbiased, is from what I, my understanding is. Um, they seem like. Nice blokes. Uh, They reckon it's really good for the price value of it. Um, Looking good, $2,000 US. You get a similar form factor as a little red or those like a little Komodo or something style. Really tiny in the hand, super, super light. Uh, I think it was like half a kilo or something I think I said the other day. Very, very cool. And um, probably really good, they said, on a gimbal or to use in a studio so if you've got a studio you can connect i think up to 12 of these things using the panasonic software Um, so they reckon it'd be awesome if you've got a studio set up to whack them around your studio to get the different camera angles or if you're running a gun on a on a gimbal say a nice Ronin we've got that release coming up soon too Um, you could easily whack this on there set it up with a nice screen and do all that and get some really good video Uh, is micro four thirds. So you've got that mount. Uh, I don't think that's too much of drama. As I said the other day, I think that's actually not too bad. You've got a cheap video camera. Panasonic are really good with video. Um, Having micro four thirds sensors always, when I've looked around, when you're looking for a lens, Canon and Sony, always the price is up. But secondhand, the micro four-thirds market, you get some really good discounts. So you could easily get some good lenses to match up to this and make yourself a little trick unit uh, for your your um, podcast or something like that. You could have this unlimited recording. Look, yeah, possibilities endless with it. It's a proper video camera uh, in a super small, small compact format. So very, very advantageous to a lot of people so definitely worth checking out and there are a few more reviews since then so if you are interested go go check those guys out i'm both f- nowhere near means a video expert i need to talk to my cousin because he's the guru at that <laughs> um sure there is an announcement coming through sure shortly in about another 12 days they're releasing a new microphone they're the same podcasting voice so vocalists and Basically, all, anything to do with voice, this is going to be uh, new. looks looks like it's going to come on a stand, so it's going to be basically like a, some sort of USB mic or something like that, uh, but uh, there's a <clears throat> hasn't released. I'm sure we're going to get reviews <clears throat> just before or some other leaks around it, but uh, it looks like Shure's just about to drop a new little device, so if you're a Shure fan and there's plenty of Shure microphone people out there, uh, definitely... Twelve days from now, go check the website there's a little bit of a teaser trailer so you can get a little bit of an idea of what you what you're going to be getting obviously once they drop it, you'll get all the specs and the details to see if it's worth it but um definitely go sign up for that you can sign up so they give you an email and check that out and then last but not least, uh the z six or Z has jared Polin, um I did appreciate this, this is quite funny. I do like it when he does take the piss out. Uh, he's very good and very sarcastic, uh, like us Australians. Very, very cool in that regards. Uh, Z space 6 two. <laughs> There's no space between the two, which is Roman noodles. You can't call it two. But yeah, Z space 6 two. Now, he pretty much give it to them, uh like I would probably say, too. This camera is like the friggin' M50, apart from... You now have a backup SD card. So you've got two card slots instead of one. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much same same AF, same autofocus system, exactly the same body, a bigger buffer, a uh, little bit better frames per second, and 50% better focusing in low light, and IAF on video. Same EVF. No rotable screen. They still haven't put a flippy screen on there. (laughs) Uh, 4K60 only available in 2021 in February through a firmware update. Uh, USB-C charging. Nothing said uh, either through Jared on FroNose Photos or the actual Nikon rep on Adorama either. They've all mentioned USB-C for power. No one mentioned about recording straight to... SSD, which I think I'm probably sounding terrible when I keep saying this. I hate that I do it, so I'm not going to say it, but yeah, where it should be. um Vertical grip is now available, so they had to put some pin contacts on the bottom so it's accessible. And updates, you'll be able to update everything through some Snap Bridge app for Nikon. So, and the 7, exactly the same thing for the 7, pretty much. The buffer's bigger, better low light, and a grip available. That's $3,000, and the other one's $2,000, the z 6 So, look, it's the same frigging camera yet again. There's literally... uh, Benny come out shooting with me. We did some shooting last night. We went out to try to do some Astro. Unfortunately, all the weather apps got it. They said there's going to be no clouds or some minimal clouds, the clouds come over. We did get some funky shots, so we did some light painting with my loom cube, so that was pretty cool. But he's got a Z6, and he's still learning it and all that. It's Look, it's a fantastic camera. Get, don't get me wrong, it's a great camera, but this has really got nothing in it. There's no reason if you've got a Z6 to change to this, other than the value of the current 6 Z6 is gonna drop now because they released a new camera, at the same price as the old camera. So now that camera, which is pretty much similar, which a couple of minor details is gonna lose even more value because they're gonna drop the price of this when it doesn't sell in a couple of months. Uh, And I tend to agree with uh, Jared Poland on that, definitely. So that, again, another disappointing from Nikon. uh, I think there's Matty Granger give it to him. Said it was pretty much they've gone nowhere. They've done nothing. They've got nothing. They haven't gone anywhere up the food chain at all with these uh, Nikon, struggling big time. Uh, yeah, yeah. You've got Sony brings out just a ridiculously amazing camera. You've got the R five and R six, overheating issues, but some great options on photo and video as a great, little, great hybrid options. And Nikon bring out the same camera from two years ago with a vertical grip on it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, another piss poor effort. Really piss poor. And what do you say? There's not much you can say any more than that. I don't really, I don't like getting negative about stuff because you get all excited about something coming and then it's shit. (laughs) It's no fun at all. I can definitely tell you that. So. Anyway, what do you do? Hopefully hopefully we get some good stuff coming out. We've got we've got the Ronins coming up, uh so there's a bit more coming up with that. And I'm sure there's other tech stuff coming up. Maybe Canon might surprise us and release those five M lenses uh this week as well or next week and put us all back in a happy mood in the M land. I doubt it, but um who knows right now, guys i'll see you all again tomorrow have a great day either on the podcast whoever hit that subscribe hit that like I'll see you soon thanks for stopping by radio right coming that way that way i'll catch you tomorrow peace